0: Welcome to the Leading on Purpose podcast with Jackie, where you will hear stories of passion, purpose, and leadership designed to inspire you to live your best life. So let's get started. Dear God, thank you for everyone that is listening to this podcast and for our guests. I ask that you give everyone favor and help them live their best life. Keep this in mind. You will never influence the world by being dressed like it. So be yourself, be authentic, because the world needs you. Now let's hear from our guest. I have a very special guest here today with me, and that is Mark Lockett. We are going to talk about talk about networking with a purpose. So, Mark, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Jackie.
0: Good, good. So we are um, we are in September of 2020, and it has been a crazy year, needless to say. So, my first question for you, Mark, is what has been your happiest moment of 2020?
1: There have actually been several, believe it or not, and I have really enjoyed observing the grit of my children. My uh, son was laid off as a result of the pandemic and within months found a better job that he is excited about. My daughter uh, is a Howard University 2020 COVID-19 grad and in the midst of the pandemic she was able to land a job in line with what she had studied and uh, so both children are gainfully employed and doing well. So I'm very happy for them.
0: Oh, that's, that's awesome, Mark. I, I know when our kids are happy and thriving and doing well as parents, we're also happy. So congratulations on that. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Congratulations. So Mark, I want you to share with the audience a few highlights of your career journey. So please walk us through your career journey.
1: Okay. I have been in the pharmaceutical biotech space for over 30 years. And very early in my tenure, I decided that I wanted to be a leader in the training and leadership development space. And I was able to make that happen. Uh, so over the course of 30 years, I've had the privilege of supporting primary care, specialty care, hospital, oncology, and medical device sales forces, inclusive of the managers that are managing those teams. And I've done that with large organizations like j mid-sized companies like Biogen, and most recently with three different startups. And I've also been privileged to serve in global capacities as well. I am currently with uh, Sanofi Genzyne, serving as the head of commercial training. So I decided that training was what I wanted to do when my career started, and I've been fortunate enough to serve in that type of a leadership capacity for well over 15 years now and still going strong.
0: That's great. Congratulations. I mean, to to realize your original career vision and to make it a reality, that's, that's pretty awesome. So congratulations <laughs> on that, Mark, and <laughs> definitely a lot of fantastic experience. So I'm sure with the type of experience that you have had, networking was a, a huge part of your success, and I know you've done a lot of work on networking. I think you've written an article, so this is something I know that you're really passionate about. So networking for a lot of people, it, it can be a little bit of a, a challenge for them, but how do you define networking, Mark? God.
1: Quite simply, I define networking as essential. It's as simple as that. It It is essential. It is essential that you seek out individuals that are doing what you want to do or that you have an interest in. It is essential that you develop relationships with these people. And most importantly, it's essential that you develop what I call real authentic relationships where you're genuinely curious about these individuals and you share your vulnerability, what it is that you're excited about, what it is that you're concerned about, and you seek to get from these folks, quite simply, any advice, any information that you can or any additional contacts that you can continue this networking cycle with. And you do all of that with no expectation in terms of a return on your investment. You just make these connections, nurture them, and keep them going strong.
0: Great. And, you you know, I, I mentioned that a lot of people are not crazy about networking. It's not very comfortable to them or for them, and how do you feel about networking? You mentioned essential, but just kind of build on that a little bit more.
1: Sure. Well, it became essential for me when I found myself in transition for the very first time, and that was a real struggle. And I can see how networking can be very uncomfortable for individuals when they're doing it out of necessity. That's when it becomes real laborsome. But when you can do it from a position of strength, that makes it a little more enjoyable, if you will. Um, And again, when you think about networking from the standpoint of what can I get from this this other person, I keep it very simple. I'm simply seeking advice. I'm seeking any information that you can share. And if you have any additional contact that you can connect me with, I would be very interested in meeting those individuals as well. For me, when I was out of work, and this is a little bit off topic, Jackie, my mindset was when I'm sitting down with someone networking, that I'm not looking for a job. I'm not asking you to help me find a job. I'm simply excited about the opportunity to sit down and meet you and to learn about you and hopeful that I can develop an authentic, lasting relationship with you. And so that's been my mindset, and that has really served me well. Uh, folks that I met through networking when I was out of my job for the very first time years and years ago, I'm still in contact with these individuals to this day. So it's all about just expanding the network, enjoying meeting people, and enjoying having any type of common connection.
0: So you, you mentioned something really important there about your mindset, that your, your mindset was around getting to know these, these individuals and just really trying to build a lasting relationship with them. So wh- why do you feel that so many people are uncomfortable with networking?
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it can be awkward when in the, the, the heart of your mindset might be, I need a job or I need something from this person. And it's uncomfortable asking for that. And when people are on the other side of the table, they undoubtedly want to help you. But if there's nothing that they can offer you, it makes it uncomfortable for them. It so trying to remove that discomfort is a key. So for me, it's not about what I need from you. It's just making that that connection. And I'll take a contrary view to what many people think about when it comes to networking. And it was one of the things that you wanted us to talk about. I am not a big fan of feeling like I have to ask you, the person that I'm networking with, what is it can I do for you? I'm not a big fan of that. And it's not something that I have practiced doing. And that's not what you'll read in the various networking books. They'll say that it needs to be mutually beneficial. And I don't disagree with that. I believe it will become mutually beneficial over time. My first job is just to get to know you, establish that connection, nurture that connection. And over time, undoubtedly, there'll be many opportunities where I can't provide some type of service or piece of advice or words of encouragement or anything that might be beneficial to you. But I don't artificially look for that or put myself in that awkward position where I'm saying, what can I do for you in return.
0: So just, I want to build on that a little bit, Mark. So you've had the opportunity to network with a number of individuals and you, you have the mindset of, of wanting to get to know them. How do you get people to want to take the time to get to know you when it's, it maybe is not a mutually beneficial relationship. So how have you been able to do that?
1: That's a, a great question. And the short answer to your question, unfortunately is, I don't know. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the, 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 the longer answer to your question, Jackie, is perhaps I just really try to be me. When I engage in that conversation, in the back of my mind, I'm hopeful that I am able to get you to want to stay connected with me. I do that by showing generous interest in you, I do it by being very open about what it is that I'm excited about. My vulnerabilities are things that I'm really, really good at. And oftentimes, I inject just a little bit of humor. I may say to someone, especially if they are doing something that I'm passionate about, as you well know, I am an executive coach and I love the the, the profession of coaching. So if I meet a coach who's much more established than I am, one of the things that I might say during that initial networking conversation is, Jackie, first of all, I need you to understand that I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) I put it out there. So a little bit of flattery helps, especially when they could see from your background or your profile or whatever that it is something that you are striving for. And that becomes the connection. And I've not had anyone who was not open to one, staying in touch with me, offering ways to help me, giving me advice or connecting me with other. Individual.
0: That's great. I mean, that's pretty good success. And I think it's probably because you're coming into the conversation, like you said, being very, very authentic and, and very real and just wanting to get to know the person. I mean, who doesn't like to really who doesn't enjoy talking about themselves? Right. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll give
1: you one more example, and I will I will leave names and and companies out of this Uh, because I know your audience is so vast. I don't want anybody to know exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, But I interviewed with an organization and I was not their candidate. And after realizing that I was not moving forward, genuinely, the person that would have been my manager and the person that was my, that would have been the boss's boss, for people that I respected. I I liked what they were doing. So I said to them, thank you. Glad we went through this process. By the way, I want to stay in touch with you. Let's make sure we stay in touch. They probably hear that from a lot of folks, but i made sure to follow up with it. So we've had uh, one Zoom coffee post that conversation. And again, it's authentic. Here's what I'm looking to do. I ended up landing a job. I called them to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And now that person is reaching out to me saying, hey, I have an opportunity with this particular group that I think you would be great on the advisory board for. Mm. And I could have very easily said, okay, you guys don't want me. I'm done with you. I'm moving on. But I respected the person, respect what they were doing. I let them know that. And said, we have a lot in common. Let's stay in touch.
0: So, so let's build on that a little bit, Mark, and, and talk about, give us, give me another example of how networking has helped you in your career. Walk, walk us through a very specific example.
1: Oh, I, have, I have two. I'll give you both real quickly. One okay. was the very first one. I learned of a gentleman who joined JJ from GE and I was told, this is a really sharp guy, you need to meet him. I had no idea how this was going to happen, but in my little notebook that I wrote in every single day, at the very front of that notebook, I had two columns. One column, people inside the company I want to network with, people outside of the company I want to network with. So this gentleman, I put his name on the internal side of the ledger, and again, not knowing how it was ever going to happen. Lo and behold, a few weeks later, my boss says, I was contacted by this person. He has questions about our management development program. You follow up. So I followed up. We had a conference call. After the call, I said, heard a lot of great things about you. Would you be interested in having a cup of coffee just to further get to know one another? Uh, we did. He sized me up. I was sizing him up. And long story short, this gentleman actually created a position within his organization that we both agreed I would be good for. And uh, I ended up posting for it, interviewing it, and accepting that role. Awesome. And that all started from once, again, showing genuine interest in someone else. Hey, you come from GE, I heard all these wonderful things about GE, would love to talk to you about your experience. and. See what your thoughts are about being here at Jan Jay. And it was just a good, interesting, curious conversation. Uh, I learned from him. He got a little bit of insight into how I am and how I operate and decided at that point in time that I was someone he wanted to stay in touch with, and then eventually someone that he wanted on his team. So,
0: so that's a great example, Mark. And, and definitely the investment in your, t- in, the t- in your time of networking is definitely paying off. Now, certainly when people are in between jobs and a career transition, they have a little bit more time to network. So what about when you're working full time? How do you get that in, the networking? T- you know, talk us through that, you know, in a practical way.
1: Well... <laughs> I'll I'll be very honest with you, when I uh, was out of work very much all over the networking, and that only has to happen one time. And then when you get back into the game, you say to yourself, I don't want to find myself with my pants down anymore. So uh, networking while you're working is really not that difficult. Many of us are on various forms of social media. Well, LinkedIn is a great way to stay visible. Commenting on the post of others, reaching out to people who are doing jobs that you are currently doing and say, Hey, Jackie, I see you are doing this at this particular company. I'm doing the same thing at my company. Would you be open to connecting? And if they accept the LinkedIn invitation, then my next step is to say, Let's get together and have a cup of coffee or let's just talk over the phone. We'd love to get to know you. So that's a very easy thing to do. It's a matter of just Making the time to do it. Um, and once you've been in a situation where you realize networking is your lifeline to your next opportunity, you're more willing to invest that time when you are working. So for your listeners who have never been laid off and who are wondering whether or not they should be nurturing their network, I would say, absolutely. Um, the holidays are great times to just craft a paragraph in an email uh, and send it out individually to multiple people. Jackie, we're approaching Thanksgiving. I'm thinking of you. I just wanted to say hello, let you know what's going on in my life, tell them what's going on with your life and invite them to give you an update on what's going on with them. And again, I've not had too many people choose not to reply. And it's just a great way to keep those lines of communication open. So God forbid if I needed to reach out to someone for some advice, information, or contacts, it's not like I'm doing so opposite blue because mm-hmm. I've maintained contact all along.
0: That's fantastic, Mark. So um, one last question, then we're going to go to our 30-second um, fun question realm. <laughs> like how much time would you say you invest in, in networking on a monthly basis? Just, Just – off the top of your head? Boy,
1: I would say now that I'm working, I would say maybe, let's say an hour.
0: Okay, so it's not doesn't, a big time investment all. for a no. big return.
1: I can tell you all my to-do lists right now are the names of four or five individuals that I will send an email out to before the end of this month, just to say, thinking about you, want to let you know what's going on with me, what's happening with you and whenever there's anything positive that's happening with me uh i make sure that my network understands and they know about it and people are happy to celebrate in your success
0: yeah awesome well that's great yeah an hour that's not bad you know, it sounds like it might have been more time than that. So very nice. Okay. So Mark, we're getting ready for um, our 30-second fun lightning round. So I'm going to ask you a question. I just want you to respond with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay?
1: Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm a little scared, oh. but I'm ready. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what is the one food that you could never bring yourself to eat? Fried tofu. Oh, fried tofu. Okay. Fried tofu. I, I was I exposed heard. to it. You <laughs> yeah. have? Oh, no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't get past the smell. No. Okay. <laughs> no fried tofu. Okay. <laughs> um, next question. If someone wrote a book about, you, about your life, what would be the title?
1: Oh boy, Three Times But Not Out.
0: All right, nice, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> um, and then the last one here, what is your favorite song from the 90s? Oh my goodness, I don't, I my memory's not that good, Jackie. I, I can't <laughs> answer
1: that one. I can't even think of a thing.
0: Okay, well, what is your favorite song?
1: <laughs> oh boy, I don't know if I have a favorite song. Um, being from California, I can't think of the the rapper that talks about living in California. See, it's so bad. I can't remember the name of the song or Art- the artist. I'm I'm bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't California. do this one with you.
0: Ask your kids. Yeah, let them. <laughs> yeah, they'll let me, know. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Your wife, exactly. Okay, just a, a couple of more questions uh, before we close out, Mark. You, you touched on a, a few things already, but share with the audience some practical ways that individuals can strengthen their networking skills and create a really, I know you said about a mutually beneficial engagement. You don't really look at it in that way, but just Provide some real practical tips for our listeners as to how they can enhance their networking skills. Got it. Um, And I'll keep
1: it real. I'll talk to you about things that I am actively doing right now. I am six weeks into a new job. Uh, So one, find people within your organization that are doing what you want to do and reach out to them and to let them know that this is something that I am interested in doing, and then make sure that you stay in contact with them. Keep it focused on what's important to the business in terms of how you're doing your job now, and also let them know what you're looking to do in the future. So that's one very, very practical tip. The other practical tip is to find people outside of your organization who are doing what you want to do and reach out to them and make those connections. I have uh, several coaches that I've only met virtually, or spoken to over the phone, never met live, uh, but they are part of my network because I've reached out to them, established relationships, they're free to provide me advice and guidance, and and they, again, want to hear about the types of things that I'm doing. Um, Another practical tip is don't be bashful about telling people what it is that you are excited about doing, because you never know who knows someone that they could introduce you to. There are many people in my circle who don't really know what executive coaching is all about, but when they find out that that's something that I'm interested in, one of the first things they say is, have you met so-and-so? She's really good at that. I say, no, and then they will connect me. And then once these connections are established, you can't let them dry up. So the holidays, you're pinging people. The When you have a success, you're pinging people to let them know about it. If there is a challenge that you're working through and you think that they may have insight, you reach out to them and say, this is something that I'm working through. Any any insight for me? Or I just wanted to talk through this with you. And the most practical tip is Write down the names of people that you want to get to know and to network with. You may not know how you're going to meet them or if you'll ever meet them. That's none of your business. You just write their names down and the universe will take care of the rest.
0: That's great. That's that's great. Very practical ways to really enhance your networking skills. And as we close out, Mark, any final comments for our audience on networking?
1: Just make up your mind that you can do it. It doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted. You just have to make the commitment to yourself that I'm going to get to know someone that is of interest to me and make that connection and be humble, be authentic, be your your genuine self and just be curious into them. But just, just do it. And once you do it one time it just, it is, it is snowball.
0: That's great. Well, I mean, I, Mark, you have shared some really good and practical tips for everyone on how to enhance their networking skills, and certainly it's worked out very well for you in your career, and I love how you, you said it's about the mindset. It's about really having that mindset of really wanting to get to know people and being authentic, and, and that's fantastic. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I wish you continued success on networking and in your career as well.
1: Thank you it's a pleasure to be on your show.
0: <laughs> Thank you. If you would like to contact Mark for executive coaching, please reach out to him at mark at avenue44.com. Again that's Mark at avenue 44.com and remember be yourself be authentic because the world needs you.